Hey y'all! It is Friday and that means we are backstage at the Bluebird. I am Johnny Ellis. With me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones. This is the only thing we're doing this Friday and for the next Fridays. Yep. All Fridays, it's just backstage at the Bluebird. And it's a special episode this week. Because much because like it's Taylor Swift... Friday we're doing this. <laughs> much like Taylor Swift, we're having a listen party. Is that what she calls them? But we're not having them in a big old mansion. I am so out of my element already. <laughs> we're not having a big old mansion uh having it in a big old mansion like uh like t swift does like tay tay uh, does her name's tay tay sorry like tay tay bon uh, you know, bon, bon bought the potato yes <laughs> boil and mash them stick them in the stew um we are backstage at bluebird having our little uh listen party and you are all here to listen with us as we listen Two, Nashville, Season 2, Volume 1. The first of two volumes of the Nashville soundtrack. Um, much shorter than uh, than last time we did a listen party. And she's very upset about that. Um, it was a party. This is just a party one. Yeah. Um, well, shall we get started? Shall we, uh, shall we have we our doing first this Why are we, we are doing this because we've, we've just hit the mid, mid-season finale. Um, okay. So, what better way to, uh, to have a little break between uh, mid-seasons? Um, what do you mean mid-season finale? What does that require? Well, as the show aired, as, as most shows do in America, um, around December time, they have a little mid-season finale, and it's a big thing. Uh, a little you know, finale, a big thing. Yes, a little finale with big things happening in it. Big things happening in Little Finale. Yes. That's what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. for example, last week we had um, Peggy was shot and uh, Will Lexington, our favourite uh, singer, was, um, was standing on a train track waiting to be hit by a, a, a train that was coming close. Was he back. wearing a cowboy hat? Uh, I believe he was. Yeah. More than I care. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'd care no matter what he was wearing, because the guy was ready to kill himself. Because that's how bad well, he was. He was wearing feeling. nothing at all, nothing at all. I mean, I'd care. Nothing more. at all. Yeah, I would care more. Um, because there's nothing more. No, there's nothing I like more than than naked bodies being hit by trains. <laughs> you like that stunt footage of a train going into the uh, naked body tunnel. <laughs> Um, and speaking of um, Will Lexington, our first what? song comes from Mr. Will Lexington. What's uh, our first song? What if I was willing to tell me what the first song was? <laughs> Damn it! The first song is "What If I Was Willing," um, performed by Will Lexington in the season two episode. Uh, I don't want to talk about it now. Um, and it was originally written by Mr. Gunnar Scott, uh, Andrew's favorite character in the show. Um, I mean, in real life, it was written by uh, Billy and Randy Montana and Brian Davis. Shall we have punchy a listen? drum? <laughs> Sorry? Got a punchy drum to it. Punchy? Oh, yeah? Bunga, dinga, bunga, dinga. Oh, I can't hear it. Can't hear it? No. That's strange. We heard it when we were testing. Yeah. God damn it. 
Well then, that's fun. Let's try this again. How's it going now? Yep. Ah, oh, we got it. We got it. What if you wanted to feel alive? Make something of the time you're watching. What if you want to love you right? Ready? Ready? What if I was willing? What if I was willing? So you got two guitars going. Oh, yeah. See, I like that, the sort of when it goes down a bit. Yeah. Can I just stay off about? I have listened to all of these songs. Okay. And I've got one big criticism of the whole thing. Right. They don't really evolve. These are. Okay. Basic song. These are songs which they've got a basic idea. They've got a they've got a melody. They've got an intro and a chorus. Yeah. And most part, that's all they need for big moments in the show. So they don't really do an interesting bridge to final chorus to outro. Right. Which is kind of a, a disappointment for a song. I understand what they're doing is just like, hey, you need these for big moments in the show. So yeah. everyone's going to have the intro. So they've got like a big moment. When the crowd stops and listens, and a chorus, so everyone stamps their foot. Yeah, but boy, do I like a good outro. Yeah, and I'm not saying later. I'm not, not saying right. Get the piano out. It's going to go completely different right now. Yeah, and for a minute and a half, you're just going to watch gangsters get killed or whatever. <laughs> but something would be nice. Yeah, no, I I, I understand that. Um, so would you say I um would you say as a whole that this uh album is less sort of uh, less interesting than season one's soundtrack was. I would, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there's, a couple, there's a couple I will put my uh, pin on saying I like this, but uh, yeah, most of the part um, it does feel a bit safer. Well, I'll give you a little tease here, and now um, the second half of season two has got probably one of my favourite performances of the entire show. Oh, is it all experimental? Uh, yes. <laughs> It's, it's 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 like the uh, pet sounds of Nashville. <laughs> um, I'd like to put my Icelandic vibes into Nashville. No, it's it's a very very uh, powerful performance, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to rewatching it and discussing it with you. But I I would say no more than that. Powerful performance, but we're powerless. We're powerless. <sighs> Coming soon. Um, so yeah, that um that was a. Uh, what if I was willing? How do you feel about that one? Um, yeah, like I said, musically it's got some nice moments to it. It feels if the uh, production feels a little too clean. Yeah. What it's going. Good for. lyrics, though. Uh, oh, I hate the lyrics. I why, hate the lyrics of the passion. I, I don't know. The, 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 it's inherently like, what if this? What if that? What if I? What if? What if? What if? It just sounds like whoever wrote it, like if they if I can describe their personality, it was whiny, awful human. who uh, doesn't deserve to be in the same room as Scarlett O'Connor. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought I'd convinced you, but cause you said you liked the song. I don't know who would ever demand someone fess up that song. It was like, hey, look, we want to have this, we want to license this song. I think this could be a big hit. <laughs> Whoever's that like... is, is like some sort of person who only knows what to do by counting beans. 
<laughs> you would count beans. Do you know what? Um, twice, or maybe three times this week, oh, I've right. had, I've I've read or watched something where someone's been described as a bean counter. It was on Line of Duty. That's I insane. Yeah, you just watching like the accountants. <laughs> I recently started Line of Duty. Um, and I it was they're coming for you right now. <laughs> and I um, I re- recently started what uh, reading. The girl with the dragon tattoo, and I'm pretty sure someone was it was called a bean counter in that, or counting beans. No, no, his name is Steve Gloves. <laughs> you just you just racist. Oh, that too. Um, Sounds Swedish names. But yeah, I do I do love how you like the song, but you still hate the writer. You hate the words. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just very biased. Am I? I'm, I may be racist, but you're biased. Okay. I mean, and. and... I, I will agree, I am biased if you do agree that you are racist. Let's just agree to agree on that. Let's listen to song, to song number two, shall we? Why? Are you, are you, are you saying you can't get it right? Uh, exactly, this song is called Can't Get It Right. It's a very justified hint to it. It's the hmm. uh, banter. Smoky bar. Drifting into silence. I feel a tightening in my chest. I'm reaching out for something that I already need. Here we go. Who's that singing? Is that what? Who's that singing? Um, I, it's it just says here performed by Gunnar Scott. Sounds good. And an extra part. One love then get me through another. I'm not gonna sing. Why would I? Why would I do that? Anyway, this is, um, this is, uh, <laughs> this is one of the ones I put my pen on and say this was a good one. Oh, this was That's a good. This was a good song. This, got good, this is good production values. It feels, whilst it still feels clean, it's got uh, a nice mix of ambience in it. Well, um, this is the song "Can't Get It Right," um, written by Matthew Perryman and. Uh, Matthew Perryman Jones. Sorry. Um, oh, he married our three Finnish friends. <laughs> um, and performed by Gunnar Scott and in the show written by Gunnar Scott. So you like this song? Do you like yeah, who's, it, who's it performed by? No, you say it's performed by Gunnar Scott, but it's not performed by Gunnar Scott. It is performed by Gunnar Scott. It, it says here Nashville Cast Sam Palladio. Uh, yeah, Sam Palladio. Uh, you know, guess... that, plays Gunnar Scott. No, no, not not for this song. This song is infusing himself as a human being. Right. Okay. So you're he's right. not playing as the character. If he was playing as the character, it'd be like, oh, I just can't get anything right. What's wrong? I'm the worst. <laughs> what if you're willing to say you like the Gunnar Scott song? Eh? 
Well, I'm not. <laughs> um, this was uh, performed in um, Tomorrow Never Comes and Just What I Am, episodes of Nashville. Um, yeah, not Just What I Am yet, have we? No, we haven't, but little okay, tease. So. We get it again. We're going to get this one again. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so, you like the lyrics in this song? You like um, a Donna Scott written song? Great. Yeah, Moving on. I think his voice <laughs> is gorgeous in this. Wow. Look at you. You're a Donna Scott fanboy now. That, that was a very quick turnaround. No, I'm just saying that one in particular has a real nice, interesting depth to it. Can you just say the words, I like Gunnar Scott? I can say a lot of things. <laughs> say it then. It. Uh, funny. Oh, it's, kind of, it's kind of it's funny. Oh, um, what's that next? Is next a cover song? Uh, oh. Yes, it is a cover song. It is A Life That's Good. Uh, oh, written by Ashley Monroe. And Sarah Siskind. No, it's not. What are you talking about? Sorry? Uh, Deacon Claiborne wrote it on a napkin. Oh. <laughs> he was in a bar. He's talking to Rain, and he wrote a song on a napkin. Oh, and the napkin <laughs> covered the bar. Is that, <laughs> is that how it's a cover song? No, I'm saying that this isn't... Uh, I do not see Deacon Claiborne listed as the uh, singer of this song version. Fair enough. It's Fair a cover enough. by some other people. Who Who's, who's covered this one? Well, let's have a listen and see who it is. It's probably no one related. First pass. Sounds like a female Deacon Claiborne. That's like a young Craig James. just me that has tears in my eyes listening to that yes yes it is just you all right maybe it's because where i know i know where the show is going um there's a lot of notes for this <laughs> for this song and it includes when the song is performed again and i shan't talk about it because it's too hard to talk about um but it's it's a it's a heartwarming song would you agree who's singing it this time now well this time it is the um the Conrad sisters, or rather the um, one, the Conrad girl and the Claiborne girl. Could you give them names? Because I feel like I can't tell who their names are. Maddie Conrad. 
No, Maddie, Maddie yep. Claiborne. No, no, you got it right. The first, right the first time. Maddie Claiborne and Daphne Conrad. You can't be a Claiborne. She wasn't born to Clay. The Claiborne Conrad half sisters. Um, and yeah, it's it's a beautiful song. Do you agree? Do you, do you, what do you, do you like it? I think the chorus is very nice. Yeah, it's a little too simple, but I like the way that the chorus comes in. Yeah, and it's I, I just like the connection it has between um, Deacon and Rayner because like he wrote it for. So apparently, according to you, other people wrote it. Yeah, in you know, if we're talking in real world senses, other people wrote it. But in the if, show, if, if we're if we're going meta, beyond meta in our role play, yes. <laughs> Um, I honestly, I've got tears in my eyes listening to that. That's the power of the sisters. It is the power of the sisters and the power of Deacon's heart. and the power of Deacon's writing. I don't know why he uh, he went by the name Ashley Monroe and Sarah Siskind, but that's... that might just be the branding of Nat King's writing. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's Cap. Like, oh, okay, he goes to them instead. I mean. Monroe and Siskind uh, napkins are the best kind of napkins to write on. Yeah. But it's just, that... it's just annoying that anything you write on it is owned by them now. But does that count as putting pen to paper? Mm-hmm. So it's not writing in Nashville? Ah, touche. Yeah. <laughs> touche. You've, you've taught me the, the alternate ways of writing. I'm yeah. used to the more, you know, Los Angeles way of writing. Um, well, I would Yelling say that... at people until they write for you and taking all the credit. <laughs> I would say that there are there are multiple ways of writing. You can write to just traditionally on paper and pen. Uh, I believe traditionally was you know stone slab and <laughs> chisel. Right. <laughs> Is that how you would write your songs? Stone That's how slab. I always write my songs. Right. I do it in time as well. <laughs> what time? Four four. No, I'm a five four bitch. Oh, look at you. Mr. Special. Uh, they call me Dave Brubeck because I've got a quartet and it's in 5-4. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> I've just got an image of you etching like the Ten Commandments in song form. <laughs> and the etching is your beat. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I think as we go on with the show, because we're only season two so far, as we go on with the show, um, by the second time we we go through it, uh, you'll be uh, just as as emotional with this song. So say about two and a half years' time. Yeah, when we're we're restarting the show again. Going towards the second time around. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man, that's, that's... that hits me hard. It hits me hard. And it will hit you hard. Or I'll hit you hard. Uh, let's being hit hard by you. What's uh, yeah. the next one? Well, the next one uh, describes our relationship, I think. Um, which one's which? Ball, Ball and Chain, written by Tammy Lynn Kidd and Paul Kennedy uh, in the real world sense, but um, written by Gunnar Scott and uh, Scarlett O'Connor in the Nashville world.
Ghostbusters. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Dick Gurner. Oh. It's written by them, but not formed by them. That's a big twist. Well, this is uh, the queen of country music, Raina James. Is it Gunner? No, it's um, it's Will Lexington wannabe. Isn't it? Oh, it's Deacon up in these countries. Every time I turn my back, you're begging me to stay. Yeah, it's like a thing of this right? I don't know like where it's all <laughs> Just twist gates. Is it complicated? I mean, oh, so who was that? Who was that? That was, uh, James? that was Raina James and Luke Hounds off to Wheeler. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was, I was making sure. <laughs> um, so this is uh, performed in season two episodes, uh, Hanky Panky Woman, <laughs> Just For What I Am, We've Got Things To Do, and On The Other Hand, which means we get to hear this song a fair few times after this. Oh, good. We've still got, we've still got performances left. But I feel like some of these performances are probably like very in the background, barely listened, barely heard. You, you hear barely like listenable. Yeah, yeah. So you hear you, you hear one or two beats, and it's like, well, technically, we had that song in that episode. So, um, <clears throat> goes, chain, yang, yang, and then it counts. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, and it's performed by other characters. I'll give you a little tease um, in season three. You can play one pretending to be Luke Hands off the wheel. I've heard a <laughs> joke about how weird his voice sounds. <laughs> but I go in even more country. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, no. They come to take the bank. <laughs> um, with a ball and shiny Now, do you, do you like this song? Do you like the lyrics to this song? No, I think like, this Do you like half the lyrics? Like no, I don't like it. I don't like half the notes. I feel like someone wrote this, and the other one's there to be like uh, someone who just pops up with five or six words every so often. Right. So you like don't five like those five words. or six words. You, no, five or like six words are interesting. Five or six words. Unfortunately, they've been set up badly. <laughs> this is a hit. Like, this is like I like the word "and," but "ball shape." Uh, <laughs> ball in shape. Ball in shape. Okay. Interesting. Right. That was the original. That was Gunner's original ball and chain. Just got like, oh, and that sounds less weird. <laughs> she, um, was hang- she was handcuffed by what he's already written. It's weird that this was written by Scarlett and Gunner, and it's like Gunner just goes, "Hey, I've got the song." It starts off, "I get along without you." <laughs> it's like, all right, I get it. You're not together anymore, but give us hope, because we all hope and pray that uh, the, the dream team get together. 
Do we? Oh, we all do, right? And the dream team, of course, is Scarlet Deacon. <laughs> no. And Woody White. That's not. No, no, no. Like the dream team, the, the four icons and titans of the music industry. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I'm I, not. Th- oh, oh, shut up. I was talking more in a romantic sense, and then you mentioned Deacon and Scarlet being together, and I thought, well, that's legal. Um, I mean, it's Nashville, baby. Nothing is illegal in Nashville. There is one thing illegal in Nashville. It's doing any deals from vaulting around the land in Cumberland. <laughs> Just don't do deals in Cumberland. It's a good thing bean counting isn't illegal. You've got to be careful, though. It's not you do have to be careful, yeah. Yeah. As long as you look slimy, like, uh, I've forgotten his name. What is his name? Uh, Jeff Fordham. Jeff Fordham, that was it. The yeah, unless, unless you look slimy, like, it doesn't look Fordham, slimy. You, can't, you can't get away with it. His hair oh, is slicked back. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's suddenly slimy. Slicked back with, with what? What's it slicked back with? That's right. Ben's still a semen. No, slime. Yeah, they went on a date. Slime, which he gets from hand, which you use hair gel. Oh, you mean gunge? Oh, right, yeah, but he calls it slime. Americans call it slime. Because otherwise he has to pay copyright. He has to pay copyright, otherwise. He has to pay copyright on everything. (laughs) Because he's always copy wrong. (laughs) Does he have to pay copyright on the beans? Because we all know Heinz means beans. Beans means Heinz. Beans means Heinz. Exactly. Good bit. It is a good bit. Um, where, where, so, so where is this show set? Nashville. Nashville, which is where we're in. So it's what? It's where? Backstage at Bluebird. Well, yeah, we're backstage at Bluebird, which is in Nashville. And where's the show set? Nashville. So the show is set in. Nashville. Not, 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 not another city, but. In Music City. In. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Right. Not another city, but. In this town. Set on this tram. Scary villain song, isn't it? <laughs> Who's the sidekick? Well, Scarlett Connor's here. But she's right. walking into the prey. Ah, she, right. Well, she's walking into the den. Right. She's quietly like, what's going on here? And then there's this voice, played by Deacon in this sense, but he's yep. betraying the role. <laughs> Gunner Scott. Hunt <laughs> down. Like, Deacon could do a pretty good Gunner Scott. Yeah, but Gunner Scott could never do a pretty good Deacon. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. 
hundred percent. But no, no one could good, do a good Deacon. So that's that's not a slight on Gunnar Scott at all. Hands off the wheel. Could try <laughs> and fail miserably. Yeah, but try. Well, look how he's trying at the moment. He's trying desperately to be like be with Rainer, but it's just it's not as it's not as car crashing. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's even though he's hands off the wheels. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> Ironic. Um, so think? yeah, that was um, that was this town uh, written by uh, Jada Dreyer, Andrew Rollins, and Corey Mayo, uh, and performed by Scarlet and Deacon in uh, season two episode. Do you want to know the episode title? Please give me the episode title. Well, don't open that door. But where how will I find the episode title? Don't open that door. Will I find it in this town? <laughs> yes. In this how, do I, how do I get to this town? Do I do I go out the window? Do I uh, go through the uh, basement? Do I open this door? Don't open that door. So, sorry. Yeah, this is a um, creepy, scary song. It is creepy and it's scary, but um, it's kind of powerful, quite powerful. No, just it's me. Not, I think it's very powerful. It's not got a big drive to it. It's, it's, I was disappointed. It kind of has that same sound the entire way through. Like I was saying earlier. Yeah, it doesn't really evolve into something. Where but I think um, Scarlet manages to do these kind of songs really well. Of what, all the characters, of <laughs> yeah. Of all the characters, Scarlet has of all the characters. Uh, Scarlet O'Connor can handle being two thirds of a scene. <laughs> so, like, Scarlet can can do this kind of really low key song, um, like better than most. Well, she's got a voice which is capable of being soft and still yeah. bringing some sort of potence and personality to it. Yeah. That's and, like, when, when she gets all, um, you, you know, sort of... Uh, when she gets more bravado and, and sings more powerful... I mean, this is still powerful, but, like, when, when she sings more upbeat and kind of, you know, really beaty songs, um, it's uh, it kind of... It's a bit strange, I find, sometimes. Like, what... And you know she goes down, 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 down. Oh, why would you bring that up again? We've we've moved past that. We're not we're not thinking about that anymore because I, it gives me nightmares. Most nights I end up thinking about it. <laughs> I think there. most nights you just end up thinking about Scarlet. Yeah, why would she stand up there and sing a song like that and do it weirdly? Why would she? Why would she? Of all the things to do, doing that weirdly is the most confusing part. Yeah, still doesn't make sense. Will never make sense. I've, I've spent years trying to figure it out, but alas, I can't. Bl- <laughs> well, tell me what trouble is. This week <laughs> on Real Housewives. <laughs> I mean, um, 
So this is uh, Travelers, song written by Marv Green and Kate York, performed by Juliet Barnes uh, in season two episodes. I don't want to talk about it now, and she's got you. And little uh, little uh, tease performed in a season three episode. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's popular enough to come back, despite the fact that uh, for her attempting to be more of an adult <laughs> proper singer, she's chosen. The least gritty, edgy sound production possible. Yep. Um, Those guitars are not crunching. Well, speaking of guitars, do you know who was on the guitar when she was singing this? Please tell me it was half a Chilibian. Yeah, oh yes, it was. It was was performed at the Wentworth Estate. So it stands to reason that That's why they didn't have good production (laughs) in production because they didn't have any kind of things to deal with there was no echo chamber there no acoustic problems it was just an open field nothing was desolate and maybe one shanty yeah one shanty. Small sh- a small shack in the back i want shack. i want a, a nashville sea shanty now <laughs> okay well go on then start it off uh, i can't remember the tune for it I, I might have to try and write one hey, you honesty. don't need a tune already described you can make your own tune <laughs> Own tune, own tune, tune is your own, you tune. (laughs) (laughs) Who would would be best at singing a uh, Nashville sea shanty? Well, Tika's got the the deepness to the voice and has the ability to carry a tune, that's the thing. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. But also Will's got that same kind of voice, so those two together can harmonise correctly. And then uh, then, um, your favourite character, uh, Garner, could could jump on in there. Yeah, but he'd be like jumping on and everyone's like, oh, he's ruined it now. You've tipped the boat. That's it. We're deleting TikTok from all platforms. <laughs> oh, you know what? Get off get off uh, Gunner's back. I'm <laughs> not on his back and I don't want him to be on my back. That's touche. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't like Gunner. It's that I absolutely hate Gunner. <laughs> I, I think you're lying. I, I, I think this is all a whole ruse and you're just playing tricks. Well, I don't want to say anything, but there's a reason I haven't let you into the storage <laughs> for a while. And it's not because there's a Gunner Scott shrine. <laughs> I thought I'd heard Gunner Scott songs coming from there, but I couldn't really hear it. was all muffled. Well, you heard Gunner Scott and coming from there, but you didn't hear songs, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I always knew you were playing tricks. The doors? Bloody hell, I want a call from Deacon. That's that. That is that and that. Um, I'll be, I mean, this is a 
pretty kind of sexy song, I'd say. It's a dancey song, but it's kind it of is a dancey song. disappointingly empty. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, but that's with all the songs, apparently. Oh, yeah, I've just looked at the lyrics. The end lyrics. <laughs> oh, the end lyrics are on my mind, on my mind, on my mind, on my mind. What are they? Do you know what the lyrics? On my mind. My heart playing jokes on my mind. On my mind. One. Two. Three. 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 Four. Four. That's it. Not even an on my mind. And it just ends with, you're on my mind. Backwards. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I get that. I yeah, I'm, I'm starting to understand your disdain for uh, for the songs in this album, <laughs> for the final act of every song. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so this was playing tricks, uh, written by Justin Davis, Sarah Zimmerman, and Adam Wright, performed by yeah, performed by Deacon Claiborne in uh, Tomorrow Never Comes. One had the word one on the other one had <laughs> I and the other one had mind, and they're like, right, us three, we're going to sit in a room together and write a song. I've like, got something right, on. I've got something like. I've got mind. Oh no, they did it out of order first. Mind on, mate. <laughs> no, my no. Mind on. We've got something. We've got something. Let's try it again. And why is the keyboardist <laughs> from the door still hanging out? <laughs> why not? Uh, this was performed in season two episodes uh, Tomorrow Never Comes and Guilty Street, which is yet to come up. We haven't. Guilty Street. I mean, there's some interesting episode titles. I know. Like, Little teaser. Yeah. 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 I, but I haven't, I haven't given you any uh, titles from season three. But I, no, uh, but you've told me that Guilty Street is uh, where things happen. And oh, I, know, yeah. I know Music City, but I've not walked down Guilty Street yet. You've not walked down Guilty Street on Music I've, Look, I, I walk a lonely road. <laughs> it's the only road I've ever known. Oh, it's the only one. Okay. I, I, I walk alone. <laughs> Do you know I saw the musical for that? Uh, was it uh, American Idiot? I was going to yeah. say American Pie. <laughs> Wait, you saw yeah. the musical American Pie? <laughs> no, no. Like I'm fucking an apple pie, <laughs> a warm apple pie. Put your dick in my warm apple pie. Strangely, it was um, Daniel Radcliffe on stage going, where's the horse? <laughs> uh, if you wanted to do a musical version of Equus, fine. Yeah. Put all of his beloveds in one thing. I'd be there. <laughs> I'm sure he'd um, make it good. Yeah, he probably would. But yeah, I saw the musical of um, American Idiot. Which was Do quite... you want to be one? I want to be an American Idiot. What? I can't remember the rest of the line. <laughs> the don't want to be an American Idiot. Don't want to be. Oh, yeah, that's how it even starts. Jesus Christ. No. Oh. Jesus... Christ superstar of suburbia. Oh, Jesus! I'm sorry. <laughs> Your mind went one place, mine went a better. Um, what? What's the name? That's Bob. Square SpongeBob SquarePants. Is that a life? I'm so confused. A life's on holiday. The old American idiot. You have to understand <laughs> that album was imprinted in my brain. I haven't listened to it in a while. Maybe I should listen to it. You still do. Did I tell you who I recently rediscovered uh, through Spotify? Did you see the picture? <laughs> no. 
Um, and I've put her on my uh, my bangers list. Okay, so we've uh, genderized this person, so we know it's yep. someone. It's someone. Sweet. Fair. Um, Is it Sade? No. LaRue. Do you remember LaRue? Nope. Do you not remember LaRue? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going in for the kill. I'm doing it for the thrill. No? <laughs> no? Do you really know? Look, no, and uh, if that's the voice, no. Yeah, that's that's the voice. <laughs> it's a damn good album. I'll have to send it to you because it's. Was sad. she as good as uh, the uh, iconic singer Mank? Mank was the singer. I didn't see that. Mank song. No. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Why is this film so bunk? <laughs> we'll see that performed at the uh, Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Last, last week at the Oscars. Last week at the Oscars. Stephen uh, himself decided it's his one cameo he's going to do. <laughs> Came out and did that, and he did it right at David Fincher's face. He took his mask off and screamed it down. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to work in um, the the title for the next song, but I can't. I can't say the last word. Oh, should we end the show then? I don't do know why. I say, do you want to say good night then? No, you can't. You can't do that. Why? Why what? Why can't I say good? There we go. We did it. We were able to hire for radio. why we have a high pass filter we, this is why we have what a high pass filter so right. you can filter out anything that's on the low end of the audio spectrum so you can listen to what you want to listen to and not any kind of harmony which is lower <laughs> i mean they they answer the question straight away in the lyrics why, why? can't i why can't i say good night why it's it's almost sunrise so it's got to be good morning good morning We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning. To you. To you. And you. And you. <laughs> um, Can this just no. be Singing in the Rain? Can they just do National Singing in the Rain now? <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Um, oh, who sings Make Him Laugh? <laughs> oh. Who would sing that? I feel like it would be... Will Lexington. Is that Will? I was thinking that's probably like yeah. a Will-type situation. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. I haven't seen that in years. I should really give that a watch. Um, watch it last summer. Windows oh, yeah. down, doors open, sound up really high so that the neighbours can listen Speakers as well. Speakers facing outside. Basically. I was like, you know what? Fine. It's, you know, it's the nice Blu-ray from about a decade ago. Yeah. Fair it was enough. cracking. It was loud. My father was like, 
I don't even want to watch an old film. <laughs> 20 minutes in, it's like, this is good, actually. All films <laughs> can be good. It can be. Um, so, Why Can't I Say Goodnight, uh, written by uh, Angelo Petra- Petraglia and Kim Ritchie, uh, performed by Scarlett and Gunner, our favourite uh, duet. Now, is this a song that they would have written together? Um, I believe so, yeah. In your heart of hearts, you believe? In my heart of hearts, I believe every song had something they write to together. But what about the ones that Gunner wrote on his own, that he made money on his own? You think that I think Scarlet Scarlet's deserves money from it still. Okay, good. And <laughs> what about the ones that Scarlet wrote on her own and she deserves all the credit and it's called Scarlet's Song? I said, This is my song and the name's Scarlet O'Connor and my <laughs> uncle is Deacon Claiborne. Well oh, that's a that's a Scarlet O'Connor song through and through. Okay, but you say that Gunner deserves a bit of credit as well anyway. Yeah, why not? Not because they he, lived, much made he lived, Well look, Avery then deserves some credit because sorry? I don't Avery. Everyone, everyone who got in touch and had relationships and connections to Scarlet, Zoe deserves credit as well because yeah, they've lived life with her and formed her artistic That's creative true. instincts. I mean, Scarlet's basically going to get screwed by everyone in her life <laughs> because, and that's why you want to be in her life. Yeah, <laughs> damn it, Charlie, you've seen through me. Um, this was performed in the season two premiere. Um, I fall to pieces. Um, sorry, fall to pieces, falling down, 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 down. All alone, I fall to pieces. And like, I'm looking at the um, <clears throat> the lyrics again, and again, you're right. It's another song that doesn't end well. Like, not doesn't end badly, but just doesn't. Doesn't end. Why can't I say good night? Because the world is on fire. There's a nuclear bomb destroying us all. Kaboom! That's how it ends. It doesn't. It doesn't end well. You're right. Started watching Twenty Four. There's, no, there's no survivors. I'm not watching Twenty Four again. I've not watched the whole Twenty Four the first time around. Well, I've uh, I've still not got around to watching it on Disney Plus because I got pissed off. It is not on Disney Plus. It might be on HBO Disney. Max every so often. Disney Plus Star. It's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Oh, 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 right, okay, I see what you did, it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to restart 24 in November um, as the 20th anniversary comes by, so we can watch that together. Yes, yes, we can. So Thursdays can be 24 day, and Fridays can be backstage at Blue Bird. We'll do the 24-hour pod, podcast, and it's every, pod, every episode is, we're watching a season of 24 over 24 hours. Thursdays uh, will be... Um, uh, I was going to say backstage at CTU, something like that. We should just do loads of TV catch-up podcasts. And uh, Monday, Monday. No, no, it's got to be backstage every... Well, yeah, every... it's got to be backstage, because it's got to be a mole. <laughs> we're, the, we're the moles. Monday, Monday, all right. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were suggesting an X-Files one, and you were saying Monday, Mulder. <laughs> no, that's Scully Sunday. Scully Sunday. Scully Sunday, that, that could be fun. Although I watched about 10 episodes of X-Files and I just... What I've watched? I stopped. I've watched two episodes of the X-Files, The Pilot and uh, Home, I believe it is. The uh, inbred one that people were saying was really shocking and surprising. And I've watched the uh, second film a couple of times. I saw it in the cinema opening day. Oh, that just sounds 
so wrong to me. Yeah, at the same time, you know, Dacofni with a beard was more important. It was like, oh, something <laughs> is wrong. Yeah. yeah. He can grow a beard and he can throw a pencil into a ceiling more than I could ever do. Yeah. I've got pencils in my ceiling from him. Mm. <laughs> well, um, is there anything more you can uh, say about the X-Files? Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell me? Um, Dana and Fox, those are the two names. Uh, Dana Fox would become a writer on the TV show Ben and Kate, based on her life experiences. Ben, of course, played by Karen Wolverine and Nax Faxon. Kate, of course, played by... Oh, oh who played, who played this Kate? Is, this is awkward, because I, I didn't actually care. I was just teeing up the next song. Which wait, wait, is, wait. wait. Play Kate. <laughs> yeah. Who played Kate? Was it... You're, uh... too, you're too invested in this now. No, no. Um, oh... Oh, Dakota Fanning? Is it Dakota Fanning? Yeah, sure. Let's just play the next song, shall we? <laughs> Actually, Johnny, that's not right. <laughs> Dakota Johnson. Right. And you're Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> you're Ellen DeGeneres now. How do you feel? Wow. In the Dakota wow. Johnson story, you're going to play Ellen DeGeneres. You're going to dance oh. around and you're going to say you weren't invited to Dakota Johnson's birthday. And she's going to say, to you, Ellen, that's not right, is it? Well, if if I'm Ellen DeGeneres, is it? Generous, is it? <laughs> um, if I'm Ellen DeGeneres and we're backstage at the Bluebird, and you're my staff, okay. What do you? I don't know what you're trying to get at. Could you tell me? Um, this is uh, written by Jada Dreyer, Andrew Orleans, and Corey Mayo. So, only Mayo. Ju- yeah. <laughs> so Julia, Jada rather, said, I got, oh, tell. Andrew went, me, and Corey went, I mind. We- <laughs> oh, and Jodie Stevens also wrote this. And Corey and Jodie Stevens were just sat on the sidelines going, what? We've got two words. What more do we need? We're done. I clocked in already, so it means I technically I get money for this. Yep. Um, You can get a Grammy nomination for it anyway. (laughs) Performed by Juliet Barnes. um, 2.0. Miss Lena Park. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) 
This is a Juliet um, Barnes song that she covered, right? Uh, most likely. That's when, that's her chick. That's her. That's her whole existence. <laughs> she would be nothing without Juliet Barnes. Um, all of us would be nothing without Juliet Barnes. And if you remember, she Charlie she, Livia would be the only thing that's still left without Julia Barnes. <laughs> she thinks this in the season two episode. Uh, I'm tired of pretending. Who says uh, this? Which is ironic. <laughs> uh, Leila Grant. Leila Grant. Um, and she, she dedicates. Queen of Nashville. She dedicates it to Will Lexington, even though he's not okay. dead. Um, oh, well, I mean, we don't know that. Yeah, that's true. We based, don't. Based on uh, the final shot of uh, yeah, the last show time so we far. saw him, he was on. He was he still on could very could easily be. Although, having said that, I have watched four seasons, uh, four books of Infinity Train, and they have times in which they always get run over by a train, and then another train stops and they get in there. So maybe he's just on the Infinity Train. Maybe. I've Who knows? never heard but of the Infinity Train. Infinity Train is a Cartoon Network uh, 10 minute uh, show in which people, for the entire run, people go onto a train and different carts, different cars have different existences in which they have to try and escape and learn life lessons from. And it's surprisingly dark and brutal and existential and emotional. It's quite good. And it's based on books or? It's based on uh, life and uh, how brutal and empty it is. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, it's for kids, and yet uh, season, uh, book three's opening episode involves uh, two young people who have uh, formed a, a tribe of uh, newcomers to the train, um, crashing and smashing uh, random um, objects with sentience, who are screaming right. and pleading for help and pleading not to be killed. And they're just like, you're, you're nothing, you don't, you're just an item, you're an object, you're made by the train, you don't exist, and happily oh, take yeah. their life. It, yeah. yeah, it's dark. Yeah. And now Will Lexington's going to go on there and his cowboy has been through. Um, well, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this song is dedicated to Will Lexington when uh, when Lady Grant's up on stage. And she um, it's when she gives herself an encore. Do you remember? And she ruined the sets and the setting up and sets up uh, Juliet Barnes's attempt to take her down. How long was her encore for? Too long. Is what uh, Juliet Barnes would say. Did it feel like more people were coming to uh, watch Layla Grant than they were to go and see Connor for real? <laughs> yes. Yep. Which is yeah, strange because I'd go and see Connor for real. But like, where's his dick though? For real. <laughs> where's his dick? It's been a while since I've seen that. I should... yeah. That's a damn good film. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about this? Again, it's another one that. Um, it's got a nice bass drum hit. I do like a good old bass drum hit. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy the guitar plucking. Well, is, it, is it a banjo again? It sounds a bit or is it, or is it a bit more string guitar-y? Might be a bit of both. It's not, it's half, not half of each and one third of the other. <laughs> Johnny, when you create <laughs> your own things, you have <laughs> creation. Half of each and one third of the other. I'm writing that down on a napkin. Yeah, okay, and uh, if you can do one thing when you do that? Yeah. Burn it? Sorry? Burn, burn it so that it exists anymore, please? Burn it into my retinas so that I never forget. If, if, if you want to burn it into your retinas and then take, take out your eyeballs, it's fine by me, <laughs> if that's how you choose to do it, but just make sure, and I'll be deleting that from this episode so no one has to hear it. It's like the bye-bye man. Don't say it, don't think it. Who brings up the bye-bye man? Did you even see the bye-bye man? I don't. I didn't say it. I didn't see it. I didn't think it. 
that's the bye bye man cannot oh. come and kill me because I didn't relinquish him into the world. I didn't open a drawer and see etches <laughs> saying the bye bye man all over it and go, What is the bye bye man? And now I'm haunted by the bye bye man, and now you'll be haunted by the bye bye man as well. All right, I am pretty fucking certain you've not seen the bye bye man, and it just tickles me. Don't think that, that I've seen Stacey titled The Bye Bye Man starring Doug Jones and Carrie Ann Moss. No, because you're not a horror person. Oh, you have to be a horror person to really, you know, understand <laughs> the intricacies of the bye bye man. He I says just... bye bye. I. <laughs> I still guarantee you've not seen it because if you had seen it, I've seen you'd have forgotten about one. it. Uh, funny. If you had seen the Bible Man, you would have forgotten it instantly. So that's why it's still in your memories. Why would I forget the Bye Bye Man instantly? Because it's instantly forgettable. It's not instantly forgettable. He says bye bye. <laughs> he's a masculine figure who says bye bye. And he's not just like a mister. He's the. He's a singular. He is the Bye Bye Man. He's not Mr. Oh, bye Bye. Bring me bye byes. Make it the bye bye. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Later, Grant. Later, Grant, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Do you think the bye bye man um... pops up in Nashville? <laughs> I really hope he enters the <laughs> city. Right. Do you think he wanders around? Do you think anyone knows who he is? People have is to he, know who he is. Is he just a, a poor wayfaring stranger? Is this the Bible Man sing? Like the drums on this one. In that bright world <laughs> to which I go. Is that harmonica? I'm going there no more to roam. I'm only going over Jordan. I'm only going over home. I mean, what a song. Is it? Right? It is a song. It is a great, it is definitely a song. Um, it's a great song, but I'll, if you want, I can give you a little glimpse of a, a better version of it. Oh, That's you not sing it for me. Johnny, please sing it for me. Oh, yeah, I'll sing it for you. Okay, okay, if it's not going to be a cappella, I'll do it. So go on. Oh. Um, just, I dug out the violin here for you. You're holding it by your chin, or is it just far away from the microphone? I'm just a poor wayfaring stranger. Joe, your voice is pretty good. Traveling through. Thank you. This world below. I mean, that's why I love this song. I'm not gonna lie. This yeah, I, the... I'd, 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 uh, I'd 100% uh, prefer that one. It has, you know, Capella. I don't yep. like things where they don't have capella. Oh, I like acapella. Like, as soon as this song uh, started, I had to clutch my chest. I was like, oh, it's so good. As soon as this song started, I was like, oh, is Adam Devine going to come out? 
and do some sort of incomprehensible improv bit for 25 minutes? Um, well, this is a traditional song, it says here, performed by Zoe Dalton. Who um, wrote it? It just says traditional song. Yeah, but who wrote it really? Stephen King. So you got there. Fair enough. I'm going to have a look. Wayfaring. <laughs> yeah, no, Stephen King definitely wrote it. <laughs> It'd be hard pressed to find anyone else who was that insane. Writer. I wonder if there is an actual writer because it just says traditional songs. So oh, um, I'm seeing here it says God. <laughs> Weird. It's the uh, 11th Commandment, was the entire song, Wayfaring Stranger. The song, uh, the songwriter is unknown. I mean, they're a fantastic songwriter. Unknown. They're like Prince with the one name. Like Madonna? <laughs> yes. Do you reckon Madonna Prince. could have written Wayfaring Stranger? No. Like a Wayfaring Stranger I'm torn. <laughs> um, this was in, performed in season two episode, uh, You're No Angel Yourself. I remember. She's in the church. Yep. I mean, it's such... Having a conversation and there's an echo chamber. Such a damn good song. No? I, I, I don't like that kind of thing. I get people like hearing the voice work, but I like music because it harmonises all the different elements into one unique experience. If I want to pull it apart after the fact, sure. But I want to hear the whole thing first. It's like a meal. I want to hear the whole... I want to have the whole thing and then explore the individual ingredients as they go. Ah, so you're saying if I'd show you the Johnny Cash version first. Yeah, but then I'd want to... So I'd be like, well, why does Zoe sound like Zoe as opposed to Johnny Cash? I I want to hear Johnny Cash's acapella. Everyone wants to sound like Johnny Cash. Everyone does want to sound like Johnny Cash. And only a few of us can. Yeah. That doesn't... (laughs) No... I'm doesn't, well aware. Doesn't mean you. No. As much, as much as you try. Um, I'm trying to find a way to, to bring in our next title. Um, oh, do you want to hit that button over there? What? The button over there. So share. What with you? <laughs> Background, it's a bunch of shelving and it's slowly collapsing. Oh, just getting closer and closer. You can hear it creeping. She's not even safe, even when she's performing at uh, Teddy and Peggy's wedding. Exactly. Because that's where this is performed. Um, performed by uh, Maggie and 
Maddie, Maddie Claiborne and Maddie Daphne, Daphne Conrad and Daphne Conrad. You got oh, it. Where, where, where were they? Where, where, where was the wedding happening? Um, in Nashville. And uh, do you reckon they invited the cream of the crop to the party? Oh yeah, because it's the mayor of Nashville. So mayor of Nashville. So what kind of people would uh, would have come by? Extras. Extras like. Because there's some state statesmen there. Yeah, yeah. Because of music talent there. Um. Well, Maddie and Daphne are there. Maybe maybe two old hippies would have popped by. Two old hippies. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what they bring with them? They bring them a present, wouldn't they? What they wrapping the present? Why? It's a shelving unit. Trojan horse, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I'll forever be scared of shelving units now. And you should. <laughs> I know what it's like to have a table fall down on my foot. I wonder what it's like to have a whole shelving unit collapse. Yeah. Well, we can ask Maddie, I suppose, but we don't want to bring back the memories. There's a lot of things I want collapsing upon me, but not sure. Um, I like this song. It's it's nice and upbeat, and uh, I always I always like that bit where it says, "Um, because I like the way I talk. I like to hear myself myself talk. I like the way you know, just talk." Eh? I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, well, the fact that they rhyme talk with talk. No, I like the way I walk, sorry. I like the way I walk. Oh, I, like said, way... I like the way I talk. I like to hear myself sorry. talk. <laughs> I, I like the way, the way I, I talk. Walk. I like to I... hear myself walk. I like to hear myself talk. I like the sound of the... Of the talking I'm... and walking. <laughs> My name's Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, by the way, to Aaron Sorkin for winning uh, Best Screenwriter. Uh, so, yeah, best screenwriter ever existed. It was a yeah. uh, weird time to give that to anybody. Yeah, but, but uh, hey, especially especially when it was up against Mank. So we know we're going to give the actual Mank an Oscar for this. <laughs> Just straight up, Sorkin gets it. Sorkin's <laughs> walking. Um, I do have uh, a slight issue with um with the lyrics here because okay. it says I It'll like handsome. <laughs> It's, it's like I like the... only having white people around me. Is that what she said? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Make Nashville great again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it says, I like a girl's night out. I like to get lost inside a daydream. I like a game of solitaire. One can get so boring without two. I'd rather share with you. How can you share a daydream? Right? A girl's night out, you can share. A daydream, you can't really share. And who, who in their right mind would share a game of solitaire? I like to share solitaire, so I don't have to get stressed out on my own. But it's a solitary game. No, it's 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 a one person playing against the deck of cards, theoretically. Yeah. But you can use two people to be like, oh, over there, there's one. It's like, hey, oh, have you noticed no. there's some hearts over there? It's like, oh, I can move that over that way. Do you like that? I I can't yes. stand that when I'm playing uh, solitaire. Johnny, I like I'm not just... being alone. I'm very much a fan of doing things that aren't just me alone. Oh, I I, I like being alone. Uh, I I uh, especially in the last. Uh, 14 months. Yeah, that's fair. Really enough. fucking miss other human beings. See, I've embraced it. Um, but I yeah, embraced I... it for the first 30 years. <laughs> and now everyone else has embraced it as well. And they've taken my thing and I miss everybody. It's not cool anymore. Now that's now there's everybody's thing. Now everyone's doing it and they think they're better at me than doing it. Yeah. And I'm stuck going, oh, what do I do? Do I do a Nashville podcast with a friend? Of course you do. Apparently so. Um, 
this is my problem. I'm trying to learn how to live together, and everyone else is trying to learn how to live alone. Yeah. Um. What's that? Do you want to have more conversation with us? No, no. Sadly, and you believe that you belong up in the sky. Flap your arms as you run. Every revolution brings you closer to the sun. You fall asleep in motion in uncharted. I mean, I want him to be flapping his arms while he sings. Um, so that was uh, written by Mary, Mary Gauthier and Gretchen Peters. I've probably said that wrong. Um, and performed by Avery Barclay in the season two premiere, I Fall to Pieces. Do you like this one? Nope. Nope. No. So yeah. that was kind of, you know, like a cheap attempt to getting a lot of points in Eurovision. <laughs> well, this is the this is the country doing it, taking it seriously this time round. Ugh. Yeah. I want to see roller skates and chicken dancing. But they're standing in front of a piano playing this and being earnest and staying at the camera and looking smouldering. It's like, no. No, I want to see twins dance around and do stupid shit. I, I don't I want to see the ultimate happens. gladiators on top of like a plinth battling each other out in the middle of a song. They're not really singing. They just got a bunch of grandmas dancing. I don't understand the reference because I've never watched uh, Eurovision and I refuse to ever spend any time watching it because it looks too fun. <laughs> Everyone always goes on about, oh, we're going to have a Eurovision party and we're all going to I've never been invited to a Eurovision party. Um, I, don't know, I don't believe I have either. But um, I hope you wouldn't if you don't even bloody watch it. <laughs> but I've, I've heard people talking about it and I just... I, I, I just because people like it, I gravitate away from it. Well, uh, this time, next time it comes around, this no. text me, and we were like, ha, ah, I can't believe that did that. Graham Norton said something funny, I guess. <laughs> He's no Terry. I don't, I, I just can't see myself ever watching it. I, I very nearly, when I was trying to get through all the films for the Oscar nominations, I saw that Eurovision was nominated, and I was like, oh, fuck, maybe I should watch Eurovision. You watch um, the film and go like, yeah, this is rubbish, and then watch the show, the actual experience, and go like, yeah, this is better. How long is it? The song contest. Yeah. Uh, it's the evening. The evening. So, yeah, you'll, you'll so, spend three and bit hours. Jeez, yeah, I could, I could do much better things with my time. I don't, but I, I could. Yeah, but you're watching and you're like, oh, why would they choose this? And be like, oh, this is interesting. And like, oh, they use fire this time around. And uh, who chose this? What's the, going on? This is stupid. The only you Eurovision... to work out what culture is, and then you go into European politics after that. It's very exciting <laughs> during the voting. You're like, well, of course they've given ten to them. 
Well, of course, they only gave three to them because they're invading them at the moment. That kind of <laughs> every time they're like, well, yeah, the Baltic states are going to go for each other. Wow, you are kind of selling it to me. I must admit now. Good, I should. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Do you know? Maybe, maybe you've won me round. Maybe we'll see how long this lasts. Like, um, if this if it was on tonight, I'd probably watch it tonight. That's how much you've sold it. But we've still got months, so you just need to keep on top of reminding me how exciting it does actually sound. If I find you Vidal Hassel do do da, maybe you'll go for it forever. And you know, if if you did ask me to um to watch it with you, I I guess I I can't say no to you. Next week. <laughs> I can do anything with these hands. Work all day like my old man until I'm delirious. I did the entire uh, entire guitar, guitar sequence for that song, just saying. So you know. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was all me. But just oh, to that. Um No, I, I didn't want to take the shine away from from uh, Juliet and Will, uh, who, by the way, make a great uh, great team together, don't you think? So I think they're making a lot of great things together if they wanted to. <laughs> Will doesn't Sex. understand. With a good understand. girl. He understands, he just no liking. <laughs> um, so this was performed by Will and Juliet in the season two episode, I'm Tired of Pretending, and Too Far Gone. Um, and, but I think I don't think we've seen Too Far Gone yet. No. Um, but uh, if you remember, this is the song that Layla and Will were going to sing together. Because... Oh, this is the one where she steps out and she's like, ah, yeah. it's my time. <laughs> Nick's the Nick the microphone from that, and so you you take a seat back. I'm 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 taking this one. I'm doing a pre-call. Oh, such a power move! I fucking love it. Um, but yeah, I think Will and Will and Juliet need more scenes together. Carrie, what, what would they do in their scenes together? I think they'd just be great friends. Because they wear hats together. Would they oh, change yeah. hats? They're like, why don't <laughs> I try this on you? Why don't you try this on me? Wouldn't you watch that? I would watch that. I'd watch the whole season of that. I mean, do you remember when they were sat in the bar together and they were both moaning about Layla? And then Juliet was just like, why are you with her? And he's like, oh, I don't even know, man. <laughs> I just want to see them hanging out and just gossiping together. But you know what that would do? What? That would ruin the amount of times we get to have the sister hang out. That's, 
Oh, and if we, if we get rid of Raina and Tandy hanging out together, what do, what is natural at its core? That's true. Yeah, you got me now. It's the scenes we definitely remember the most. But I just want... Suitcase we'll... packing, drinking <laughs> wine, discussing Daddy. Drinking more By wine. Way, where, where, where is Daddy on the soundtrack? Daddy doesn't have a song. He has, Daddy, he has, has, Daddy has a heart song. Daddy is the, the, the song of Nashville. No, Teddy's the song of Nashville. <laughs> He's Mr. Mayor. He's Ted Danson. Yeah, that's true. Um, He's dancing in the moonlight. But I just, I just want uh, Will and Juliet to be like. I want Will to be Juliet's gay best friend. Like, like just, wait, I just want it. Juliet isn't gay. No, that's why I want Will to be Juliet's gay best friend. But you know, if he survives, straight because he's straight. He's straight. straight you know, well, I, I get a bow out and then I grab a piece of wood and I pull it back and I throw it and it goes straight because it's an arrow and so is Will. Will is that arrow? Oh, Will grabs a piece of wood, that's for sure. Oh, is he Ben Shapiro? <laughs> <laughs> Will that be referenced outdated a week from now? Uh, and that is, um, that is season two, volume one soundtrack of uh, Nashville. Um, how are you feeling? We're, we're halfway through the season now. Yeah, there's not many songs. There isn't many, but I guarantee you the best song of the entire show pops up uh, in the next half of this current season. And it's going to be amazing, and you're going to love it. It's and... called Wrong Song 2. Yes. <laughs> exactly, you've got the wrong song too. Yeah. Where is it coming? So. Where is it coming? When is it coming? Where? Where? Yeah. It's coming to Nashville. Coming through my speakers. All right. Yeah. Is it, is, it, is it a song for me? Uh, no, it's about a liar and a cheater. Unless that's what you are. You've been doing other podcasts. I hope you're thinking of me while you're doing them. I think of you when I do everything. <laughs> everything? Everything, when I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking of you, it turns out. Before I wake up, I have a dream premonition of thinking of you. Oh, yeah, you said that. I thought you were kidding. Oh, no. No, you t- I, w- I had a dream in which I woke up and found you texted me 45 minutes prior. And so I texted back saying, actually, no, I'm ready to record now. And I actually have gone to bed again. And yeah. then I wake up t- just as you text me. And I say, and you say, yeah, I'm ready now. And I say, yeah, I'm ready now. And then you text me, actually, I'm going to go back to bed again. You're kidding. Nope. <laughs> so you genuinely did everything I dreamt of. And it hurt worse in real life than it hurt oh, in sorry. my dream. Oh, sorry. The body clock is not my friend. Um, ah, but your body cock. <laughs> it's your best friend. It's always my best friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how close. Oh, I'm kind of glad I did it now. <laughs> I felt bad. I'm not. Yeah, like, I'm not. I, I, you know, I lived up to expectations. <laughs> up is an interesting direction. Oh, that's brilliant! That's, uh, it just shows how in uh, how in sync we are. Yep. I mean, that's just that's just perfect. It's not really <laughs> isn't perfect. I mean, again, it's because my body clock hates me and my sleep is all. It seems like it hates me as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It hates everything. Maybe it's because you know it's been fourteen months, and so. Yeah. Your body clock doesn't even understand what I am. Yeah. 
what I am is what I am. <laughs> oh, I can change the name of this. What? No. <laughs> yeah. I can't see what you're typing because the screen's too small on that. Oh, no, I've changed season national season two part one to national season two part one, but with capitalization. Oh, right. Okay, that's fair. Because I don't like dis non-capitalized things when they're titles. Okay. Unless it's specific, like I'm thinking of ended things, or it's particularly all capitals, like Inland Empire. Right. God, why would you remind me of I'm thinking of ending things? Why would I remind you of Inland Empire? I've not seen in Inland Empire, so I don't care. There about. It it's a three-hour film, and there's no chapters. <laughs> well, um, so join us next week, I suppose. For uh, oh, we're starting the second run. The second run. Wait, what? The second run, season two. Yeah, well, the second half of season two. Is that yeah. what they call it, the second run? The back 13. Back right. 12? Um, I'd say back 12. Yeah? Yeah, I can't be asked checking it, but yeah, I'd say back. <laughs> Let's go with back 12 and find out. Baby, you got back 12. Johnny, where can we find you? You can find me at uh, movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Where can we find you? To, uh, to suggest more Gunnar Scott songs, obviously. And to, to, to talk about, you know, what's your favourite Gunnar Scott lyric? No, oh, if you want to tell me your favourite Gunnar Scott lyric, I'm at Ethan Ronson. I'm really interested to hear what anyone has to say about that. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> Did he write that one? So that song coming up. Come yeah, at me, bro. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like his mentality. <laughs> and that's why we love him. Who's the we? <laughs> Who is the we? Where would you find we at? We uh, are at um, Bluebird Pod on Twitter and no Bluebird underscore Pod on there Twitter, well Bluebird Pod on Instagram and Bluebird Pod on Facebook. And I really need to start doing a uh, social media more, but yeah. I can't be asked. I'm very lazy and I get all uh, worried about being judged on online, and I don't like it. But yeah. You can find us there. Cool. Don't know why it opened up so much just then. Let's move on. Nothing means See you next week. More, more music, more fun, more Nashville. Yep. And the best song of the show. Guaranteed. Tune in then. I'm not telling you when, but soon. <laughs>